0: in welcome back to cooking with the commish back on air it has been a, a hiatus uh for uh you know a few reasons here and there we won't get into uh our fabulous producer chris mullum is in melbourne this week so will not be a part of the comeback episode but uh we will be in store for something special next week and through the plows but we do have the wonderful jason marsh in with us uh avid podcast follower um second we're second in his podcast rankings and you know that might just be due to us not putting episodes on air so exactly i can only listen to what's out there right that's that's right so let's try and get us up to number one uh we're going to take you through a little bit of the season that was uh so far we've only got one week to go in the regular season jason's going to take us the maths wizard, wizard jason's going to take us through all the as right. many uh playoff permutations as he can without his head exploding. Um, and yeah, and we'll do some uh, some previews of this last week of the regular season. So we're going to start with the the top scorers for this season. Now, Mitch. Mitch has just been unstoppable the past couple of weeks. I do run up against him this week, which kind of sucks. But yeah. 1,582 points, that's 36 more than second and third, which are Jeremy and Ryan. So, uh, Mitch has been very scary this season.
1: Yeah, I, I played him last week, or not, not the week just gone, but one before, and he blew me out of the water with 190 points. So, what am I supposed to do against that? I, I didn't have a great week. I got 111, which isn't terrible. You, you might win sometimes with that. Yeah, you'll be um, frank with that. But, but he was like 8 a.m. Monday, he was already like 150. I said, well, I'm done. I'm cooked. Just not fair. Yeah, not fair at all. not fair. Josh Jacobs, what the hell? You don't uh, want him in, in the playoffs.
0: Yeah. lowest scorer, we've got poor old Graham. He's got 1,323. Now, that's only six points less than Frank, who is sitting pretty right up the top of the table. How, how, how does it happen, Jason? How does it happen?
1: I don't know. I, yeah, it's really... I, I like your suggestion in the chat, actually, of, this, of the switcheroo if you're so bad that you have the worst points for it, but you're still in the playoffs, you get punted for the person with the best points for it. Yeah. And that way there's not someone who doesn't deserve to not make it type thing, getting out. It's someone, someone like Frank, who doesn't deserve, let's be honest. He doesn't deserve it. No, no. I mean, though, if we do change it, no doubt, it'll screw
0: me next season, but uh, we'll we'll see. Now best quarterback on the year so far, uh, Jalen Hurts, which he's on my team currently, but, he was on Jake's team for probably the majority of the season. Uh, a great buy for nineteen dollars from Jake, and uh, the the Hertz trade really has kind of buoyed my season a
1: little. Mm. Yeah, I think he, I think a lot of leagues around the world Hertz, Hertz is a league winner. For yeah. The people that got him cheap. If you are in a snake draft and you are getting him in like round eight or something like that, he's he's probably winning you your league.
0: Yeah, surely the the top quarterback off the board next season, I would say. Oh yeah. Um, best running back, Josh Jacobs. Who saw that coming? Uh, apparently Mitch for $12 saw that coming.
1: Yeah.
0: That's a, that's a great draft by, uh, best wide receiver. Diggs and Adams are one point apart from each other and they're both owned by Jimmy. Right. $46 and $38 he paid. So he paid a pretty penny for them. Uh, but they've just killed it. And, you know, a very hard position to, to find league winners in, and uh, yeah, he's got both of them, so good job Jimmy. Yeah. Best tight end Travis Kelsey for Jeremy 37 dollars you know Kelsey's Kelsey that's not really
1: surprising. I guess what what is surprising is how far away from the pack he was. It was supposed to be like Kelsey and Andrews and Kittle and and, and maybe some Waller and and Andrews has been okay um, I've got him, but but Waller is awful. And, well, um, it's just it's been those to... two, and then there's just a
0: mammoth gap. Daylight,
1: Daylight.
0: yeah. Absolute mammoth gap. Uh, best defense, Laurie, with uh, the Cowboys defense. Now, it wasn't actually drafted. He picked it um, up for $3, but I'm sure he's loving that, no doubt. Um, best kicker. Can you guess the best kicker, Jason?
1: Uh, I'm going to go with Tyler Bass.
0: It's actually Daniel Carlson. Okay. Um, Now, he's been owned by Laurie, Mitch, myself, and Mullum through this season. Why would anyone drop him? He's been dropped and picked up all over the shop. Uh, Yeah, picked up for a dollar, picked up for $2. So, yeah, Carlson, the number one kicker. All right, well, let's look at the team so far this season. I'm going to kind of go top to bottom on how the standings have been so far. Um, We'll kick things off with Jimmy. Yeah, as we mentioned, he had the, the solid wide receiver duo of Diggs and Adams. Dalvin Cook's been good. Jalen Waddle's been really good. Little, little bit probably disappointing for him with Justin Herbert.
1: Yeah. I think Justin Herbert, that's that's the typical Chargers season, right? Like so much promise, so many weapons. This was going to be the year, and then it it doesn't happen again.
0: Yeah. So a little bit disappointing. He's kind of come into his own a little bit the the last couple of weeks again. Um, But I think Jimmy, with that side that he's got, one of the favorites to take it all out. Um, who I don't think is a favorite is, uh, next is Frank. Um, look, looked really good to begin with yeah, Cooper cup and Jamar chase as your wide receiver, Joe killing it through the start of the season. Chase got hurt cups out, you know, he had Rogers as his quarterback, probably not the great greatest, uh, uh, Swift has been very disappointing for those who drafted him. Um, but he racked up a few early wins and he's been the luckiest son of a bitch going around.
1: Although, if, does he still have Swift? Uh, I believe he does. If he still Swift and, and chases back, like he's, he can, you know, maybe Frank suddenly becomes dangerous because those two are relevant again. He could frank it. He could frank it. Yes. I think frank that's frank a, a good verb. Frank franks it. Frank it through to the final.
0: Uh, we then move on. Laurie now, he pivoted to Justin Fields through the season. Yeah, you know, he's looked really good after that pivot. Chubb's been incredible. That was a great draft. You know, he picked up Pacheco after I dropped him, Um and he had Damian Pierce. They both kind of come into their own. He lost Goddard. Go, go, dirt, go, dirt, goodert. yeah, I'd Goddard. say. Goddard. He lost Goddard. That hurt him a little bit. Alvin Kamara has been awful. Yeah,
1: absolutely woeful. Um well, and, for 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 what you'd expect for him, for sure. Ab-
0: absolutely for his for his draft capital, um, and Chris Godwin just like. He's a great wide receiver. That Tampa Bay squad hasn't been good. And he just can't score a touchdown. Yeah. He's had one touchdown all season or something. Really? Like that. Is, that the, is that so? Oh. After, after like 14 or something last season. So, but still a, still a solid squad there, Laurie's got. You know, it's something to be scared of come to the playoffs. Um, Jeremy. Jeremy, very up and down season for Jez. It's kind of been all over the place. Uh, you know, you got Lamar in that trade with Graham. He was great. And then the past few weeks has just been super disappointing.
1: Wasn't it funny? Because we had the whole narrative, which, you know, who's going to stop the juggernaut Jazz about what, six weeks ago. Yeah. And then the, and the wheels really started coming off. Like, yeah. It just, it's really poor roster management. You got to say <laughs> like, to take to take a squad that talented and then to just, just end up eight yeah. and five that's that's practically 50 50 like yeah.
0: to take a sure thing yeah take yeah. a sure thing yeah uh obviously he's, been amazing
1: for him. he's doing an anti-Frank
0: that's right the anti-Frank Barkley's doing great Kelsey's being Kelsey um but he's kind of I don't want to say lucked into it uh but he's he's done well in picking up off the waiver Wide receiver duo is now Garrett Wilson and, and Watson from Green Bay, and they have been killing it. So Were they
1: both waiver wire ads? I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I I had Garrett Wilson and I dropped him. This is another one that I've dropped, which I'm just killing myself about.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, we then move on to Ryan. He's got a pretty good team across the field. You know, McCaffrey's finding some old form at, at your, uh your favorite team there, San Francisco. Tyreek's a freak. Um, You know, Ramondre's been a bit of a breakout as well. I think a lot more than what we expected. Um, And that's kind of lucky for Ryan because, you know, he had Javante. Javante let him down and he was out for the season. And Ryan might be out on the Broncos now.
1: Yeah. Well, it'd it'd probably be good for his mental health.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very shocking team. Um, And he's got Burrow in a quarterback who's got a million weapons, knows how to use them. So, uh, another scary squad to, to go up against in the playoffs there with uh, Ryan's team. Um, speaking of scary squads, Mitch, you know, he's been flying towards the end of the season, made the trade for Josh Allen, you know, masterful trade. He's got Josh Jacobs leading the way. And then he's, his wide receiver core, Amin Ra, CD and DK. There's a lot of, uh, a lot
1: of letters there.
0: in there, but, uh, but a very strong core and they're killing it. Um, and despite being around that you know fifth, sixth place, he's my favorite to win, I think. I'm not trying to jinx you there, Mitch. Um, it's just look at the scores. they speak for themselves.
1: I, the one thing I'd say for Mitch is he's got to stay healthy. Um, Absolutely. Because his bench is is terrible. It's not and a deep team. And so if he if he ends up if he ends up losing just one of those superstars, he, he could be in a lot of trouble. That is a very good point.
0: Uh, we'll move on to my team now. I've had a bit of an up and down season myself, as I mentioned, some questionable drop decisions of Garrett Wilson and Isaiah Pacheco. Jalen Hurts kind of rejuvenated my season. Christian Kirk's been better than advertised. Derrick Henry does what Derrick Henry does. Uh, Cortland Sutton really hurt me this season, he's been abysmal. But everyone plays for that team has been pretty abysmal.
1: Yeah, the irony being he's actually been the best. Play the best uh, receiver for the for the Broncos, and he's yeah. still had a terrible season.
0: Incredible. Uh, Thielen's been kind of disappointing as well. Devonta Smith's kind of rocks and diamonds, uh, and I'm definitely, I'm like Mitch, I'm not very deep, uh, but I've got some big pieces that can win weeks, so he's hoping I can get that playoff push. Uh, Cav, now Cav made that trade of Josh Allen. Maybe the wrong move for Cav. You know, it's been tough sledding at the quarterback position for him. Um, Eckler and Etienne, they've been good, but not great. Singletary's hard to trust. AJ Brown, though, has been a beast for him. Um, so he's got he's got pieces there that can win in weeks, but I don't think he's a contender. And I think he's
1: kind of that middle of the pack. Yeah, he he he's a he's a clear safe from the toilet bowl, probably won't make the playoffs, we'll we'll have a, a dinner bet and he'll yeah. probably win it.
0: Yeah. Is it is it better to be there than in the toilet bowl or is it still ex- more exciting because you're in the
1: toilet bowl? As, as a two-time loser of the toilet bowl and, and three-time participant, um, I think it's the three now, I, uh, I would highly recommend not being in the toilet bowl. It's not <laughs> fun. It's scary. Yeah, it's, not, it's just not a stain you want on your name. Um,
0: there's a, yeah, there's a few names on there.
1: Yeah. Am I the only one on there twice? Or you've been on there twice, haven't you? I'm on there twice now. Look at us. Look at us.
0: The the Toilet Bowl Podcast. Who'd have thought? (laughs) Welcome to the Toilet Bowl Podcast. Yeah. Uh we then go on to Jake. You know, I think Jake's team kind of mirrors his number one pick, Jonathan Taylor. You know, he's been pretty average, pretty terrible. And Jake's team's kind of been the same. You know, some tough injuries, you know. He made the trade with me, uh, got Gino Smith, who's been actually pretty good. Um, he got Joe Mixon, who then just went off for like a billion points one week, um, but has been injured. Then he uh, he got P. Ryan off you for a, a pretty penny.
1: Which actually w- worked out very well for him. Uh, worked out
0: perfectly
1: for uh, him. Yeah, because I um, I, can, yeah, I was doing my usual thing, but he, um um at the time, it was like, you don't know if Mixon's going to miss any time. Is he going to miss one week? Is he going to miss two weeks? So I thought I'd just cash in. But- yeah. I think it worked out well for both of us, to be honest. Absolutely. Uh, and
0: he also got Williams, uh, Jamal Williams, the touchdown machine. Yeah. Uh, the leader in touchdowns this season. Crazy.
1: And then um, Jonathan Taylor, who's been a weird one this year as well. Like yeah. On some games where he's been fantastic, but a lot of times where he's just gone missing, hard to trust.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, Jake kind of put a bit too much trust in uh, his old mate Ando's favorite team, Indianapolis. You know, too much Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman, and they it's just kind of killed his season. Yeah. Uh, speaking of seasons that have been killed, Graham. Uh, so when Graham traded Lamar for Peanuts, Gibson, you know, however you want to phrase it, uh, we all thought he was crazy. He probably could have gotten more in hindsight, but it definitely looks like he picked the right quarterback to get rid of. Mahomes has been really good.
1: Yeah. I still think I still think as again as someone who, who famously shot the bed, um, but when I shot the bed, I, I drafted two tight ends and then I traded one of them for Chop, which ended up being pr- totally fine. Um, he 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 drafted two quarterbacks and then traded them one of them away for a backup running back. Yeah. I feel like that's probably not optimal. Yeah, that, that's yeah, a real think- shitting the bed. That's like diarrhea everywhere type thing. Yeah.
0: I uh, mean, maybe trying to sell him was a little bit too much effort for Graham. I'm not too sure. But, uh, and look, he's had Keenan Allen hurt most of the season, which has hurt him as well. Yeah, he's got Zeke in the timeshare basically with Tony Pollard now. And he picked up way too many Steelers, which is uh, the way the Steelers are playing this season. That's just going to kill you. Um, Now, he does have the tiebreaker over you, though. Uh, so, yes. Yeah, we, we will is, get into that a bit later, but yeah,
1: it's very, very frustrating. Uh, um because four points four points being so much better than, than his and Mullum's, and I could still end up in the toilet bowl because of that, um, head to head.
0: It's a killer. Uh so we'll talk about your team. You know, a little bit of a disappointing season for you. You you managed to grab Kenneth Walker during the season, but it was probably almost a bit too too little too late, and now he's kind of we don't know what's happening. Um
1: yeah, I, I think my my starting lineup is actually really, really strong. I just haven't picked the right lineup a lot of weeks and uh, and then navigating through injuries as I always seem to be doing. But when they're all healthy, I, I actually think like Tua and Andrews, great QB tight end combo. Pollard has been a revelation. Um, Lockett's been fantastic. Hopkins was a, was great when he finally came back. Like, Connor has actually been good when, he, when he's played. Like, I've got yeah. some really good high upside players that just haven't all been on the field at the same time, and it's really cost me.
0: I think Tua's been hard, too, because he's just rocks and diamonds, right? You're either going to get 40 yeah. or 15. Yeah. Um, Connor, injury problems. Um, Hopkins, you know, obviously you knew he wasn't going to play the start of the season, but
1: yeah. But Andrews that's, that's
0: has that's... been, you know, as solid as he always is. Yeah, he missed um, a couple
1: of games, but other than that, he's been very
0: good. But the, the breakout of Pollard's obviously got to be pretty pretty good for you.
1: Yeah, that's been fantastic. It's, it's also, But also frustrating because every time you see Zeke get a touchdown, you're like, what <laughs> the fuck are you doing? Just give it to Pollard. He's clearly the better player. Jerry loves himself some Zeke. He does. He does love it.
0: Right. Now we get to the bottom of the barrel here. Chris Mullum, our wonderful producer. Now, I feel like after the draft, his team actually looked pretty decent, but Kyle has been abysmal. Fournette's been pretty terrible. You had Kareem Hunt and Pitts who have just been disasters. Yeah. you uh, picked Olave, who's been good, and Montgomery's firing now uh, with no Herbert breathing down his neck. Justin Jefferson, obviously, amazing, but yeah, there's not really much it's else there. there.
1: Yeah, not enough there.
0: Justin Jefferson cannot uh, win you uh, a league, but hopefully he might help you avoid the toilet bowl. We'll see. Yeah. Toilet bowl is week 15 straight in straight into the toilet bowl oh man all right well how's these how's these buyers in the late weeks
1: it's so frustrating killers yeah it's absolutely a killer
0: uh all right we'll get into some of the trades now obviously we had a trade deadline this season it was kind of the first ever some are for it some are against it i think i'm kind of against it but hey majority rules
1: Uh, Uh, I, i think i'm for it i think maybe it was a little too early I think right now would be fine to be training because everyone has something to fight for right now. So the the concept of tanky doesn't make sense, but you get to like this week and there's going to be some people who have nothing to fight for. And then that that's when trading becomes dodgy.
0: Yeah. I agree. So there was eight trades this season. Uh, You kick things off with Jeremy. You got Jerry Judy and uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire and $10 uh, for Debo and Khalil Herbert. Who do you think won that trade?
1: Um. Well, neither Judy nor Edward. Well, I dropped both Judy and Edward Soler for nothing later in the season. So, And he got Debo, who hasn't been fantastic, to be honest. No. Um, but still still worthwhile. And then Herbert, who he also dropped. So a bit of a, for what looked like a blockbuster trade at the start of the season, ended up not really being very significant. So I don't yeah. know if anyone really won that.
0: Not too much at all. I mean, Khalil was great for a couple of weeks. Um, yeah. 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 Gonski's now. Then we had the... the, the gr- before that happened. Yeah. We had the the great uh, Gibson for Lamar Jackson trade, uh, which, you know, you, you'd probably say that. Just not, hurt, not hurt Graham because he doesn't have Jackson, but hurt him because he could have got something way better
1: the way Lamar Jackson was yeah. playing at the start. Or, of the or just spent that draft dollars on, on a decent player as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, good point. So I don't think there was any real, I mean, Jeremy won out of it, I guess, mm-hmm. but it, it kind of hasn't paid off that much. Uh, we then have Ryan. He got uh David and Joku from Frank for six dollars. We can probably <laughs> gloss over that one. Uh, then we have the big one. Uh, Mitch got Josh Allen and DK Metcalf for Kirk Cousins, Austin Eckler, and ten dollars. Now, I think it's uh, that's a pretty easy, a pretty uh, easy win that one for who for Mitch.
1: Oh, Eckler's
0: been fantastic. You look at his numbers, he hasn't been that great, he's been good. But yeah. he hasn't been like the the amazing, you know, twenty to thirty points a week you'd expect. He had a, he had a couple of them.
1: I suppose it depends when those happen. I don't know whether or not the tr- he had a couple of thirty pointers, but with the true yeah. that might have been after the he, start, he the, started.
0: He yeah. started off very average, and then he had one or two decent ones, and that's when Mitch was like, "Okay, I'm going to sell yeah, high."
1: Okay, well then he definitely won that trade.
0: Um, and yeah, the way Josh Allen's been playing and DK's been pretty good too, so. And Kirk Cousins was on waivers this week, so yeah, uh, there you go. Um, Then we had the one with uh, me and Jake, Gino Smith, Joe Mixon, and Jamal Williams for Jalen Hurts and Melvin Gordon. Now, I'd probably say Jake won that trade.
1: Um, Yeah, I mean Hurts was just so amazing that that you could say that you still got something decent out of it. But Gino clearly continued to be startable. Mixon very good, and Williams has continued to be good. So I, th- I think he just got a lot more assets. I think so.
0: It. I mean, it definitely helped my team just to have someone who I could trust at quarterback, and he's fun to watch, but um, look, I'll give you the nod there, Jakey. I think you you kind of got the best on that, but it didn't really kill either of us. Um, then you and Laurie uh, made a trade tour for Mike
1: Evans. Um, mm.
0: I Did anyone win that trade?
1: Well, I actually think we both probably won it but not yeah. did okay out of it because i needed a quarterback desperately because Dak was out for ages and i was just cycling shitty streamers um and i had a surplus of wide receivers which i still kind of do um whereas he um he had i think he had Tua and someone oh and that's when he picked up fields right yeah so he basically got evans for free yeah um so i think i think we both did it all right although evans actually has been pretty underwhelming so yeah, evans has not been great this season um yeah.
0: no one at tampa really has um, you then had another one, uh, Brandon cooks and $8 for Greg Dolchich with Frank. Um, I don't know if, I think you might've both be losers out of that. trade. Yeah,
1: probably. <laughs> that one.
0: Uh, and then, uh, your $20 for some $25 for some JP Ryan, which was, mm. I think a great
1: move for both of you. I was in the trade. Uh, four of these trades had me in them.
0: Yeah. 50%. Yeah. You were you're all over it yeah. this season. It's good to see a few trades. Uh, We'll look at some of the best waiver wire pickups. Now, you'd have to say probably $31 for Justin Fields by Laurie. Uh, I'd say that's probably the pickup of the year. I mean, we all knew he was good um, when we were going for him. Um, But $31, I think he probably, you know, a week later, that would have been up in the 50s. Yep. Um, And he's the QB5 on the season now. So uh, Gino Smith, who's actually the QB7, on the season. I actually picked him up for a dollar, for $0. Um, so good yeah, job, me. It's pretty good. Um, then we had your $76 on Kenneth Walker.
1: I think that's still, still good. I think everyone in hindsight would have paid, paid that.
0: It's still the RB 16 on the season.
1: But, uh, but that's after what, how many weeks of not of like five weeks of not being the starter.
0: Exactly. So great! I mean, worth the seventy six dollars. I,
1: I would be below Marlon if I hadn't done that.
0: Absolutely, uh, Garrett Wilson uh, seven dollars for Jeremy. Uh, he's now the wide receiver sixteen, so that was good. And Mitch seventeen dollars for Curtis Samuel, who's the wide receiver nineteen. Uh, so some pretty good pickups there. I mean, we're definitely all over the waiver wire this season. A, lo- a lot of pickups, a lot of you know jostling for players. So it's it's been good. Hmm. All right, now's your time to shine, Jason. Okay. Let's go through the playoff scenarios with one week left to go.
1: So, yeah, it's, it is bloody complicated this year. Normally, it isn't like this quite to this extent, but I think um, the, the, the points for sort of wild card spot throws up a lot of, a lot of complications. Um, but uh, I, think, I think that let's, let's start with the toilet ball so there's there's really mathematically there's only four people who are in toilet bowl contention and it's uh uh Malum, graham me and, and jakey um jake has got a pretty good chance of escaping because he's got that extra win on everyone um but so so as long as he wins if he wins he's out he's, he's safe clearly um but if he loses and me or graham or me and graham win then it really becomes a, like a tight tight contest you start getting these head head-to-head start things starting to happen um, where uh, I can't actually well I'm trying to remember what the head-to-head is between all, all three of us but essentially if, it, if all three of us end up with five wins he just needs to make sure that he doesn't get outscored by graham by like 60 points which is pretty likely he'll be okay yeah, six, it should be pretty safe six, 60 points is kind of like within the realms of possibility doable, though yeah if you have a bad week and he has a good week then it can happen but it's right yeah, on the Mitch week yeah yeah exactly um so J- jake's probably fine though um and, and his, his fate is in his own hands and that's i think what really matters yeah um then M- mullum's mullum can actually get out which is crazy to think that mullum can get out um but if he wins and me and graham both lose and then he has a really big week if he if he outscores me by 50 then he can leapfrog both of us wow and get out which is which is just insane um so Mullum, don't don't give up you you could still do this how um,
0: how is he going with uh, head-to-heads with both of you
1: um so his head-to-head oh you're gonna test me here so so um I got to do a, a mea culpa here. When I for, worked this all out yesterday, I had forgotten about our head to head rule and I was doing it all of the points for. So th- this afternoon, I was doing a quick scramble looking at all the head to head records. And Mullum's um, head to head against me, um, I beat him. Um, and, and so I'm, uh, if, if, if Graham wins and Mullum wins, but I lose, then Mullum and, and me. Oh no, sorry, something like that. But if he ends up with a head-to-head against me, anyway, he um he loses that one. Um, and then against Graham, I think he loses that one too. So no, he
0: he has the head-to-head. Well, he over has the head-to-head. Over. Yeah.
1: Okay, so he has the head-to-head on Graham. So so he could end up in a situation where he you no, know, so I don't I don't think that can even happen though, because he'd have to to have the head-to-head against Graham.
0: They would still both be in
1: it. They'd still both be in. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. He he, he comes second last instead of last. Yeah. <laughs> so, so really it's all, all to play for for the three of us um and we, we all m- mainly we all just need to win and have the other ones lose it's kind yeah. of pretty simple that way um, except for mullen who needs a lot to happen but let's look at the, the positive side the all you guys at the top of the table it all everything hinges everything hinges on your matchup which is kind of funny i don't know if you realize that but you would not. not. you guys are like the turning point in all the permutations because with you two sitting one win behind everyone else, which you guys can't end up on the same wins. One of you is going to end no. up on eight wins. Whichever one of you ends up on eight wins is then matched up against the other guys above you if they lose. So that's that's Ryan, Jez, and Laurie all, all also on eight wins. And none of them are playing each other. Yes. So if they all win, it d- then, then you guys can't can't catch them. Mitch has just the most amazing points for so in any kind of heads up against, against them, against two or more people, he, he comes out on top and he qualifies. You're not so lucky, unfortunately. Um, no. I, you, I
0: need a big score this week.
1: Yeah, but so if you, if you win and Ryan and Loz win, you actually, go, you actually are okay because you've got the head-to-head on Jets. So you're in this weird position where you need them to all do you a favor. If Jez loses, but they win... Then, then you get them on head-to-head. But if yeah. one of them loses, you end up in in three of you and it goes to points four and you're in trouble because <sighs> points four is so far behind. So, so you need them to really do you a favor and you need who's, who's Jez playing? You need, oh, me. Huh. You need yeah. me to do you a solid <laughs> um, and beat Jez. So you can Come get on. Head on him. You do also have a chance of getting the wild card, um, just, and you, yeah. need, you basically need, because if Mitch beats you, and automatically promotes or automatically qualifies, then you um, that you have a chance, and you need to outscore Cav by forty points, and you need to outscore okay. Laws by fourteen. Okay, yeah, both yeah. definitely doable. Um, so if you, you even if you lose, as long as you put up a big total and Cav doesn't do well, you still actually have a chance. So you've got a couple of paths. So uh, if I lose and Laurie loses
0: and Cav wins, he can sneak in. Cav, yeah.
1: No, no. Cav Cav has no chance of sneaking in automatically. Okay. He's too far behind. Him, but he does have a chance through the through the points four. The points four. His, his points four is the best out of that everyone in the chasing pack besides Mitch. So Cav needs Mitch to beat you and just qualify naturally. So yeah. he's out of the running for that wild card. And then he's in the he's in the driver's seat. So Cav Cav's in an okay position, assuming that Mitch kicks the shit out of you. Okay, it seems possible <laughs> oh, yeah well sleep is
0: telling me uh he's 52 percent chance
1: that's it wow there you go yeah like what he is... probably
0: he probably hasn't set his lineup yet so
1: and this this oh, no, okay. quick, but some really good news for the guys at the top because they may not have realized this um, but jimmy and frank are essentially guaranteed buys um, they, they, so they may not realize but it's not actually possible for jimmy it's literally impossible for anyone to catch him because of his head-to-heads um, so Jimmy, you can rest easy. Um, Frank is pretty much there. Um, the only way he doesn't get doesn't win his group is if um, is if Ryan and Jez both win and he loses, and then and then he ends up and he ends up um, dropping down below one of them. Um, so yeah, so that's so then they're both both of them have pretty good paths to that bye week, which is obviously amazing. Um, and then Ryan, funnily enough, despite being one. One win behind Frank and still on eight, he actually can't drop out. He can't drop out of the top five. Oh. Um, so Ryan, you may not have realized this. You you are in. You're playoff bound. No matter. Relax, Ryan. Jet um, Jez and Laurie. It's a little bit tougher for them because Jez has some bad head to heads. Because um, yeah, he because he loses the head to head to you. So yeah. that's, you're the he's the one that you can bump. Um, and then Laurie, his points four is terrible. So, Compared to those guys, so he can also drop out if you have a if you and Mitch have big weeks. All right. But anyway, there's so much. It's like literally like it's, it can. There's like hundreds and hundreds of. Fun.
0: There's a lot of permutations, uh, but at least this year someone can't be knocked out of the playoffs and drop into the toilet bowl like last year.
1: Yeah, I think almost everyone has something to fight for because me, Graham, Marla, and Jake all need to try and avoid the toilet bowl, and then, um, Cav, Mitch you laws jez all need to fight to get the playoffs and then ryan frank and jimmy are, are are in
0: that's what we want we want to yeah. be fighting right up to the last week right that was it. awesome thanks for that jason no uh, not not easy to go through those numbers i looked at i, it, I so. definitely
1: i definitely didn't do a lot of work when i
0: showed <laughs> this I was looking at that thinking about doing the pod, and I was like, oh, this is going to take me forever to go through all these. Yeah. Then you messaged me, like, oh, you want me to post all the results? I was like, oh, come on the pod. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Let's get into predicting this final yeah. week then. Let's do it. Um, we'll kick it off with Frank and Laurie. Um, Laurie still needs to pick up a quarterback. You got Kirk, uh, Kirk Cousins. So, you know, he's a pretty solid quarterback. In uh, saying that, Frank's rolling with Derek Carr, so we'll see what goes on there. I don't think anyone's got a particular quarterback advantage. I think it's going to be super even, but I'm actually giving the edge to Frank here.
1: Yeah, well, so that's what I was saying. Frank's getting get some people back. I think he, I think he probably has the edge as well. To be honest. Yeah. Uh,
0: myself and Mitch, uh, this is. I, I don't want it to go this way, but I feel like this is an easy one to pick. Mitch has been on fire. I lose Patterson as well this week. Uh so I think I'm gonna need a minor miracle to
1: to get the win here. You you've definitely got like some guys that can fire <laughs> off it. It could absolutely happen. Hertz, Henry, Kristen Kirk, who's been phenomenal, Devonta Smith, like all, all of them could put up some big sort of 20 plus numbers for you. I need
0: I need Hertz to throw like three touchdowns to Devonta Smith just to Yeah, that'd be I nice. I need some numbers. That'd be nice. Need those numbers. Um, Jimmy and Mullum, uh, now Mullum lose, loses, you know, two of his best players in Montgomery and Alave to the buy. Jimmy's team's solid. Jimmy wins this one easily.
1: Not yeah, Hands down. <laughs> like Mullum might not clear a hundred points.
0: Yeah. Uh, sorry, Mull, uh, toilet ball bound. Cav and Graham, you know, I think this one's actually going to be pretty close. Graham's not go, got no Gibson. Cav's got no McLaurin. Uh, but I'm going to give Cav the slight edge in this one, which, uh, I guess would be good for you.
1: Yes. That'd be very good. Yeah. I think, I think, I think I'm looking okay simply because Graham and, and Mullum have really tough matches. So if we I think I, my prediction is that all three of us lose.
0: Okay. Well, we'll go into your match now, you and Jeremy, you know, the two best tight ends go up against each other. Well, do you think, do you think Kenneth Walker is going to be out?
1: Um. Yeah, it's not looking positive. Um, and because he plays in the one of the later games, I, I may not be able to take the risk. That's tough. Um, I, that's always sucks when your questionable guy is playing in a late game and you're like, oh, I, you'd rather have be, be, you know, one in the hand is better than two in the bush type thing. Um, plus, 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 I've got Connor and Pollard both fit. So I, I think I'll just start them. And... Yeah.
0: Are you picking yourself?
1: Um, you know, I am going to pick myself. Fuck you, Jez.
0: Yeah, back yourself. Yeah, I didn't pick you though. I've I've gone Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> <That's awful. laughs> and lastly, you've got Jake and Ryan. Now uh, Jake's losing all his uh, indie guys. He's Taylor Pittman, but no Claypool does get Mixon back. But you know, P Ryan's been great anyway. Um, but I think even though he doesn't have Lazar this week, I think Ryan should have a enough firepower to win. Plus, he's got Enjoku back as
1: well. Yeah, I think I think Ryan cakewalks this one. It's probably the this is my lock of the week.
0: Lock of the week. Okay. Um, yeah. So there you have it. Week 14 predictions, got the playoff, you know, permutations. Um, lastly, we'll just go through. It's There hasn't been many side bets this season. I've kind of no. kept it pretty quiet on the side bet, you know. Uh, we've locked in now, 22nd of December. Laurie's finally going to be washing Jimmy's car. For that, uh, <laughs> So that should be good. Um, but otherwise, there was only really two side bets this season. Um, yeah, I don't eight, think I made any. Mitch has got to take Laurie out for a, a romantic meal. And uh, mm. I've got uh, Jake's daughter, Frankie. She's got to wear my specially designed onesie, which Jake is kind of wussed out on, on putting on the socials because uh,
1: it says, I wish Dylan was my daddy. Um, <laughs> you know what? This is literally just popped into my head, but part of the reason I didn't make side bets is because I was having such a shitty season. And then I was like, well, I don't want to just like guarantee myself to lose a side bet, which is, you know, pretty, pretty cowardly, but whatever. <laughs> uh, but I think that's a lot of people they're like, well, if there's, if it's a lopsided matchup, they don't want to do the side bet." What if on draft day people picked a matchup further ahead? It's like, right. I'm facing Dill. I'm facing you in week seven. Let's do a side bet right now. Cause right now we have no fucking idea.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Strong position. So everyone needs to leave draft day with a side bet sorted. Free draft side bets. Free draft side bets. I think that's a great idea. And and after the draft, everyone's backing themselves, right? Everyone thinks their team is amazing. So no one's (laughs) going to wuss out of a side bet. They've got no excuse to. So how about draft day side bet with someone (laughs) for at any point of the season?
0: I like it. Let's let's take it to the AGM AGM. Um there and there will be uh a few a few points uh brought up at the AGM AGM this year. You know, I've got a couple of ideas around defenses, which uh, I'm excited to to share with you all. But uh 18th of February, people, 18th of February. It is uh the weekend after the Super Bowl. Uh, it also happens to be NBA All-Star Weekend um so make sure you put it in your diaries uh there you go jason's got it in there um and remember you know the rule now is you don't get to vote if you don't go to the agm so yeah. you've only got yourself to blame yeah. uh that's it for this week jake uh jakey jason jason thank right. you for joining me and thanks for doing all the playoff permutations
1: it's been a pleasure if anyone wants to wants to to know or, or tells or you if I got anything wrong, let me know in the chat.
0: You can put them in the chat now. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. no, wait, wait till the episode airs and then, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then we'll do it. We'll make everyone uh, watch and listen. But right. thank you for joining us. Uh, we'll see you all on the gridiron this week. Uh, it's gonna be a scary one. Uh, a lot to pay attention to this week, but uh, best of luck and uh, we'll see you next week.